What a morning. And uh, we had a, a wonderful feast last night for the interns as they come to the end of the year. And uh, just beautiful to see how they've grown in the knowledge of the Lord and in grace and favor and mercy. And how, they, how excited they are for the new stuff that's going to happen In the last uh, few weeks, we had Gary Hare talking about joy, about laughter. We had uh, Jonathan talking about the good news of the gospel. And the gospel is good news. It's great news. This morning has been just about God's favor and grace and mercy. And the words that have been buzzing around in my mind over the last week and over the last days are a few words. Favor, joy, filled, and righteousness. Judith read a scripture. She stole one of my scriptures this morning. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18. Do not get drunk with wine. For that leads to debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. And the consequences of being full of the Spirit is joy, is peace, is love, is worship, is a song in your heart, in my heart. That's the consequences of being filled with the Spirit. And I think that's what Gary was challenging us to a couple of weeks ago, that you and I need to be full of the Spirit. I have a glass here. There's nothing in it. And I know it's a, it's a, it's a weak example, but it's just an example of the Spirit coming and filling us. And filling us right to the brim. And we are filled with the Spirit. And it's wonderful. It's wonderful to be full of the Spirit. But every blessing that we have is not just for us. It needs to be for others. So the joy, the peace, the love that you and I experience being full of the Spirit needs to overflow. And a bit like from the throne of God, there's this river of mercy and grace which is flowing all the time. It's flowing into our lives. And what's happening? It's flowing over. It's flowing over. And that's a picture of us being full of Jesus, full of the Spirit. It needs to flow over. It'll dry, don't worry. It, it'll flow over into the world in which we needs the, the life, needs the river of God, needs the mercy of God, needs the grace of God. That scripture in, 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 in Ephesians, it actually is not just a once-off experience. Somewhere along the line, I, I asked Jesus to be my Lord and Savior and was filled with the Spirit or baptized in the Spirit. It's a continuous thing. 
Every day you and I must be asking for more of the Holy Spirit. That the Holy Spirit would flow in us and through us. And that river of mercy and grace would flow to the world around us. Let's be full of the Spirit. So we ask the Spirit to fill us even now. To overflowing. Because what is the fruit of the Spirit? What is the fruit of the Spirit? The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control, goodness. It's all these wonderful attributes. When we are full of the Spirit, when we are connected to the vine, when we are connected to Jesus, that is what you and I are going to produce. We're going to produce that kind of fruit. And people are going to want to come into the, into the life of, of, uh, of Anne and eat some of Anne's fruit because Anne portrays Gentleness and kindness. And so, we need to be people who are full of the Spirit. Full of Jesus. That's the first word. Filled. Filled. The second thing I just want to have a look at. Maybe just look quickly look at uh, the Emmaus Road. Which uh, David shared about today. And here were the disciples disappointed. They were bleak. And they had this wonderful Bible study in which the creator of the heavens and universe, the Word, gave the Bible study, and yet they didn't see Him. It was only when they broke bread that they encountered Him and their lives changed. Suddenly hope filled their lives. Before that they were disappointed. They were down. And so the good news is good news. The gospel is great. When we encounter Jesus, and you and I need to encounter Jesus in our situations, we all face uh, the giants, as, Ju- as Judith talked about. They're all giants that we face. But we need to encounter those giants with Jesus. We need to get his perspective on those giants. And in comparison to the big God that we serve, they are not giants at all. And so the disciples on the, on the road to Emmaus were filled with hope when they encountered Jesus. When we're full of the Spirit and when we encounter Jesus, the consequences will be filled with hope. They then quickly ran back to uh, Jerusalem to say that they'd met the Lord. They went back, and it says in, the, in that same hour, they went back to Jerusalem. To share the story, to share the good news. When you and I encounter Jesus, we want to share it. And we need to share it with the people around us. Even if they don't know Jesus. Just share it. Just tell the stories. I I went to a friend in Underberg the other day, and I told him all the stories that happened uh, when we were at Bethel. I told him all the the stuff that happened. And 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 he listened and... And, and the seeds were sown, and he said, I'm just, I'm, I'm not really there. I can't get my, my uh, I'm not really there at this stage. But I shared the stories. I shared the testimony of God. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of, the test, of our testimonies. And our testimonies, when we share, they might think we're completely crazy. And they probably will do, because uh, uh, encountering a, a God that they can't see, and yeah, you talk about that. The fact that the, 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 the body wasn't in the tomb, he had risen. 
That's what we celebrate today. We celebrate today that, that Jesus is risen. And Jesus wants to live in you and I. And so we live, you and I live in the favor of God. And last time I think I shared, I talked about open heavens. We have open heavens. And so what I'm going to say is not going to be much different today. In Luke chapter 4 verse 18, Jesus has just been baptized and he goes to the synagogue and he opens the scroll and what does he read? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. So, so the Spirit of the Lord is upon Jesus and he's anointed him what to do? To proclaim good news. Good news to the poor. Recovery of sight to the blind. Healing. To set at liberty those who were oppressed and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. You and I live in the favor of God, in the blessings of God. And we need to see that. We need to have our eyes open to see that. We don't want our eyes closed to look at all the darkness in the natural. That's our default position because the darkness is at your face, in your face, uh, trying to say things are going to get worse, it's going to be terrible, and you watch the news and there's more violence and more crime. And, 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 and at the end of the day, after watching the news, you kind of limp away. We actually need to know if we need to feed on the scriptures. Paul said it a couple of weeks ago when he broke it, led us to the table, that we need to eat these scriptures, we need to feed on them, because they bring life. It's only the scriptures, that, it's, it's the scriptures that bring life. It's the word that brings life. It's Jesus that brings life. And so we live in the favor of God. We live in the blessings of God. We live in the season of, of grace where, where, where such good news, because we were once in, in, in darkness, we were once uh, lost, and now we've been found. We've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Isn't that exciting? Isn't that exciting? Isn't that, isn't that uh, a little bit of, we could jabula a little bit about that? We could get excited about that? And so the starting point is to realize that we live in this, in this beautiful time in the world. Yeah, it's just so wonderful. That, that, that we can encounter Jesus and that we can live in Jesus and live with Jesus. And He is our Savior and He is our Lord. And so we live in this wonderful favor. If you want to attract favor, ultimately favor is actually just God's grace. He, just, he, he liberally gives it, gives it out to us. And, and, and it's not because of anything we've done or deserve. It's just, hey, we, we, he loves us and he, and he gives us favor. But if you and I, have the favor of God which is poured into our lives all the time, the favor and blessing and grace of God is poured into our lives all the time, if we let it flow, if we let it flow to those around us, if we give away the favor, if we are merciful to those who are kind of are not merciful to us. I mean, I'm sure you, you've read the story uh, about the bus driver in Cape Town. The bus driver in Cape Town started his day off 
And he just, as he drove off with his passengers on board, he would say a short little prayer, thanking God for the day and asking him to keep them safe. Somebody complained. So it went to the office, and the office said to him, you're not allowed to do that. Next morning, he prays. Somebody complains again. And he gets a written warning. And yet he still prays in the morning before he goes. So he gets fired. He gets fired for praying a prayer. If we can maybe turn to, I think it's Luke chapter 6, verse 23. Imagine that. Just saying a little prayer on the bus. And now you're fired. Let's go back to verse 22. Blessed are, when, are you when people hate you and they, when, when they exclude you and revile you and spurn your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for behold, your reward is great in heaven. He's lost his job for the name of Jesus because he wanted to pray. He said, first and foremost, I'm a Christian, then I'm a bus driver. Is that the same of you and I in our vocations? First and foremost, we are citizens of heaven above. That's, 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 what, that's what we should be. And that scripture is a very fierce scripture. Because when you are hated, when you are spurned, when you uh, are rejected and persecuted for, for loving Jesus on account of the Son of Man, then the, the writer, I don't know what he was thinking when he wrote this. Yeah, was, he, was he smoking something? Because he says, Rejoice in that day and leap for joy. I've been persecuted. Yeah, I've lost my job. I've, you know, Lord Jesus, I just thank you. I'm skipping with joy because, uh, you know, I, that's, that's what the scriptures are saying in this situation. Wow. Wow. How can, how can, how can the writer of uh, Luke say that? How can uh, Jesus put that on us? How can he put that on us? And then you look at all the writings in, 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 in uh, uh, the letters, Paul's. Most of the letters are written from prison, and it's dark, and it's a dungeon, and he says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. Not waiting for his circumstances to get right before he rejoices. Rejoicing just where you are. Maybe some of those giants haven't gone away yet. But we do know the Lord is, is going to work, and he's going to take those giants down. And so we need to be a people full of joy. Uh, I think Paul, you know, he said he's content whether he has lots or whether he has little. Somehow the stuff that we have becomes a, a noose around our necks sometimes. The swimming pool, which is always going green, and then the, the technology is not working, and you press your, you have your Apple iPad or whatever you have, and it doesn't work, and it doesn't connect to the internet. And you know, how, you know how bleak we get? You know how dark we get? It happened in the office this week. 
Maybe that was because it was payday week. And so there was a lot of darkness. Because <laughs> the work, the, you couldn't get into the internet. But we need to be so full of Jesus that we can rejoice. We need to be so full of the Spirit. Do not get drunk with wine. But be full of the, full of, filled with the Spirit. Drunk people are usually happy people. I mean, some get aggressive, but you know, the mo- <laughs> most of the, <laughs> especially the little oaks. You know, the little oaks now suddenly think they like can beat everybody up. Well, <laughs> but 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 usually, drunk people are loving and they want to put their arms around you and give you a hug. And and then I've got to run a mile. You know me. Uh, but but when you when you're full of God and when you're full of the Spirit, that's what comes out: love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. And so we have the favor of God. In Luke chapter 2, verse 52, it says, And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. As we walk with Jesus, as we full of him, what is the natural path we follow? We increase in wisdom. We increase in stature. We increase in favor. Not just with God, but with man also. Isn't that a wonderful progression? So the favor of God in your life should be increasing, increasing exponentially. As we have more favor, as we dish it out, as we, as we are generous and kind and loving, we get more. As we are full of the Spirit, as we portray the fruit of the Spirit, and we don't have to conjure this, this up. We don't have to try and make it, make it happen. The apple tree doesn't keep saying to itself, I've got to produce apples, I've got to produce apples, I've got to produce apples. They just come out, the beautiful plums, they just come out. It's been tied to the vine, tied to the, to the root system. You and I need to be full of Jesus. And then we're going to produce the fruit that, that the world needs. I'm hoping that you go away again, filled with hope, because the favor of God rests on you. Even in the areas which you don't seem to think it does. It does. Just thank God. So again, I want to make some declarations. The, the Lord, when he... Uh, created the heavens and the universe. He said, let there be. He just spoke the words. He declared what needed to happen, and it happened. And you and I have the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. We, with our words, can make a difference. We make a difference when we declare love and mercy and forgiveness over people. And I'm going to declare the favor of God over you today. And I want you to go into this week Knowing that you are loved, knowing that there is nothing that can separate you from the love of God, knowing that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life, secure. Jesus is the author and perfecter of your faith, so it's okay. He is. All we've got to do is rest in that and enjoy it and let it work out, let it just work out of us, just naturally. Because if we, we connect with Jesus, then that's what's going to happen. So I'm going to declare favor over you. I declare that God has positioned you 
for favor through the cross. I declare that God has claimed you as his child. I declare that favor is a gift from our Father. That as his child, I have favor. Therefore, because you and I have favor, therefore, I have favor to overcome any obstacle or difficulty. I have favor to break through, to break through. Therefore, I have favor to resist the enemy and make him flee. I have favor that breaks the yoke of oppression over my life. I have favor to take vengeance on my enemy. I have favor to step into my identity and destiny. I have permission. You and I have permission today to to challenge the circumstances that we face today with the favor of God. And so you have the favor of God. In your passionate relationship with Him. You have the favor of God for your finances. You have the favor of God over your health. You have the favor of God over your place of work. You have the favor of God over your business. You have the favor of God over your children. You have the favor of God over the prodigals. We as a community of believers and all those in our households live in a lifestyle of ongoing, never-ending, unprecedented, unparalleled, and ever-increasing favor. Favor. The favor of God. I want those words to echo in your life this week. That the favor of God rests on us with ever-increasing favor. Ever-increasing favor. So can I dare say it one more time? Favor. 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 Lord Jesus, we thank you for the favor which rests on us. Amen.